Hi guys, this is our podcast Seven Ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travesty. And I am Rocket Pro Wrestling General Manager, Cole, you know, general manager that is, Nubby the Amazing Turtle. You're back, uh, you're back to doing normal intros now. Yeah, we'll see. I'm just going back to, and I am Turtle. Yeah. I was in a mood. For those listening on audio, uh, you don't hear Pac-Man. It's because Pac-Man's not here tonight. Uh, he had some family stuff. I'm guessing that's something to do with maybe his papa's birthday today or some shit. I'm not quite sure. I thought I saw that on Facebook. Um, could be an old post either way. I saw something. Had birthday to uh, the guy who sees me as more of a son than his own son, which I'm okay with. Um it's really, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we wanted to kind of start with this because normally we would talk about uh, Force Mother Box, but they really didn't talk much about us. There was like that small little uh, marriage counseling joke they made. Yeah, I mean, if we were to ever go, if we were to ever go to a marriage counseling, I'd probably go to somebody who has like maybe a little bit better credibility than fucking Kyle. Yeah, who's he's got like negative stars on. Um, Therapycouch.com, so I, nah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things I need to do is here, fucking sit with somebody who wants to be like, no, it's to make you feel like, shut up, idiot. Now, now, technically speaking, if this were a marriage, mm-hmm. I'd say I'm the husband only because even though I know I'm right, you're going to think you're right, so that's, that's how it usually goes. The wife thinks she's never wrong. Sure. Sure. And if this was 2023, you could definitely call yourself a husband because you're entitled to call yourself whatever you want, being a little bitch. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Yeah, but we're not getting into that. We're not getting getting into that. We're we're fine. We're moved on. New president of SCW was announced, so he could deal with anything that he sees fit. Uh, Your buddy, man. My buddy, yes. Your buddy, yeah. Um, my referee buddy. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't... Different? I, I don't want to call him a mentor, because I don't think you guys really work together outside of SCW and stuff. I, I, I mean, did you even uh, know him before you got to SCW? I knew him when I was going to ARW before I joined SCW, gotcha. but he wasn't more that much of a mentor gotcha. to me. I learned some stuff as I was working with him, sure, but I think he learned more from me. But I... We don't need to tell him that. Yeah, solid. I was kind of irked. I was a little irked by Terry. Oh, that we're corruptible. Yeah, I mean, you maybe me not so much. I don't understand what makes makes me hit me the corruptible one. I mean, I'm fair as hell. Absolutely, hundred percent. Always fair. Hundred percent. Yeah, that was not. I I do what's right. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There wasn't a uh, there wasn't an interview I did on this show two years ago with a certain guy who had a lot of accusations thrown at him, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's not like that didn't happen. You know, actually, two years ago from uh, this week or last week or some shit. So, but you know, whatever. I heard. Oh yeah, I heard. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. It ain't fun when people fucking accuse you of shit, is it? No, it's not fun, but at least no, I, I know I, no. I was right. I sure know I was right. Sure you were. 100%. And it came out and it came out to be true that I was right. I made the right sure. call. Of course you did. 100%. I was on board with you. I invited you onto the show to talk about it, man. I'm just, you know? Yeah. But that's the difference between us. I have your back uh, whenever people accuse you of shit, but, you know, that's fine. We're fine. We're, I have always had your back. I always yeah. have your back. Oh, sure you do. Sure, yeah, you always do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, just yeah, disagree yeah. with something, but it's what yeah. we're supposed yeah, to do. Yeah. Disagree. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're not here. Yeah, but we're not here talking about that. Yeah, no. we're not Tom and Kyle. Oh, whatever. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't have to fucking press a fart box button or some goofy shit to, you know, make something comical. We're fine. Yeah, we're good. But yeah, Flat Top is the official new uh, uh, president of SCW. Uh, everyone found out. I found out the same time everyone else did. Uh, don't know why I wasn't part of that meeting. But whatever, I guess I'm corruptible. I don't know. It's what it is. Um, yeah, we got to talk about some results. got to talk about some match cards and stuff like that. Uh, I guess it's, what, three results, one match card? Yeah. Yeah, so not, a re- not really a whole lot to discuss and everything. Before we dive into any of that, I just remind you guys that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. Whether it be graded or raw, Carter Comics has got them all. All you got to do is go to CarterComics.com, fill up your cart with all their amazing products. Use discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. If you buy more than just one comic book, that's right. You buy two, three, four, five, six, seven, so on, so on, so on, so on, so forth. You can get an additional 10% discount. That's their multi-purchase discount. So if you're looking for just one, buy one more, and you'll get an additional 10% off. Plus free shipping, and these discounts and free shipping all apply to their eBay account as well. Link to that can be found on their homepage at CarterComics.com. Again, CarterComics.com is your one-stop shop for graded or raw comics. Um, well, you're going to have a lot more to talk about than me, so we'll break your stuff up a little bit. So um, start with Frontline, start with ARW, whichever one you want to start with. Uh uh, we'll go with Frontline. Why not? Courtesy of our buddy over at the Power Hour, Steve Heron. Thank you, sir. You are a scholar. Solid, dude. Uh, Jason Hades is on this week? Yes, he is. Uh, He's the, been trying uh, to get him for years. Finally, uh, Hades, finally got him. Hades 18 or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, X1X. X1X, yeah, 19. There we go. I was close. Or are we going to get Jason Hades or Hades X1X? Or both? I guess I guess depends on if they're working or shooting. Uh, where's Rayon when you need him? So, Frontline, This Means War took place this past Saturday. We have a new Battle Pro champion as Paragon defeated the Ewok. Wow. Damn. Then in the round round one of the turn luck of the draw tournament, tag team matches, series of tag team matches, 
We had Josh Price and Kid Lat defeating Will Emery and Redis Atlas. And Rockin' Rivera and Michael Wayne defeated Corey McHenry and Mateo Valentine. Oh, they were my pick to win it all. Damn it. Better than luck next time, I guess. Good thing I didn't put no money on it. They were just my pick. Then we had Hot Rod Daddy Andy and Ben McCoy defeating Jared Jacks and Muggsy James. Interesting. Must have been um, Filthy Muggsy this time. I guess he was, I guess he was feeling better. Well, you know, different. It was over the border. Yeah. He's yeah. over the border. Alternate universe. Yeah. Wisconsin's kind of alternate up there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> They're very weird up that way, I'll tell you. And then in the final match of the first round, we had Ben Evanson and EJ Swanson defeating Chris Van Colt and Adonis Allen. Then round two of the Luck, luck of the Draw tournament took place as Rockin' Rivera and Michael Wayne defeated Kid Lat and Josh Price. Then Hot Rod Daddy Andy and Ben McCoy defeated Evanson and Swanson. Then for the heavyweight title, it was Shaq Jordan, the champion, retaining the championship over Tommy Trainwreck. Then in the final round, the last match of the tournament, Andy and Ben McCoy defeated Rockin' Rivera and Michael Wayne. After the match, it what seemed like Ben was going to challenge Shaq Jordan for the heavyweight title at Honorbound. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Nathan Gust comes in and attacks Ben McCoy. And they went into a little bit of a brawl. Uh, these guys have known each other for about 20 years. They've only wrestled one match, I believe. Uh, so this will be interesting. 20 years in the making. Or 20 years of, I don't know, maybe a friendship or something. I don't know. But, but yeah. Good to see Nathan Gus back in the game, though. I had a match with him once. I don't think I'm, I don't, I, I know I've never heard of him, but I'm not sure where I would have if I did. Um, he's based in Wisconsin. Okay. So where'd you wrestle him at? Uh, I want to say it was actually in a yard once. Oh. And we were, Kind of putting like a comedy match. This uh, is just... uh, primetime pimp era. Yeah, even though I was in the middle of training, yeah. you know, kind of being on a professional level, but during a little bit of a in between trying to find schools and promotions, I was doing a little bit of the backyard stuff. So. Gotcha. Got to keep myself busy, you know. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, so you said the next Frontline uh, show uh, was, uh, what was it called? Well, I believe, um, well, sounded like Ben was challenging him for Honor Bomb, but I think the next show has a different name. I can't remember. Oh, so, like, okay, I got you. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not 100%. Well, we'll figure out when it comes up to it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dreamway was this past weekend. Uh, let's see, we got the uh, Wasted Youth retain their uh, interim tag team championships. Uh, looks like they're going to finally have a, uh, I, I guess you call it unification or, in some way. 
they're going to finally have undisputed tag champs. Gotcha. Uh, Christian Rose uh, retained his Dreamwave Championship. We got uh, Brittany Brooks retaining her Women's Championship. And it looks like Mustafa Ali is your new Dreamwave Alternative Champion. Indeed. And those are the only results I see posted up on their uh, their Facebook page. Um, I might have I might have some more. Um, you said Christian Rose. You said the uh, basically the champions. I think is what. Uh, so Mustafa Ali is a new ch- alternative champ. Christian Rose retained. Yep. Brittany reta- uh, retained. Uh, and then the tag champions retained. So there was a. Uh, a Cole Cabana Boom Boom Invitational Scramble. Yeah. Where it was Cole Cabana, Florida Man, Dakota, Miko Maestro, uh, Jordan Cross, Aaron Cannon, Dan the Dad, Santana Jackson, and One Called Manders. And One Called Manders wins the scramble. By defeating, uh, well, eliminating Cole Cabana last. Then we had, uh, well, actually, Hartenbauer defeated Trevor Outlaw. Uh, Zeta Steele defeated Rebecca J. Scott. Um, Jay Fowler defeated Vic Capri. With some help, as usual. Somehow, Shelly uh, distracted the referee and stuff. I don't know why that happened. And uh, let's see, you said you talked about the tag match. Yeah, the, um, the, ta- the undisputed tag team title match will be in a TLC match. Uh, believe the... Ooh, Hunter Holcraft, 12 Gage, and Bobby, Bobby Orlando defeated the, those damn Coyotes in the six man tag. Stephen, Stephen Wolf defeated Alex Shelley. Uh, J Rod defeated Sawyer Wreck. And that was it. You covered the rest. Perfect. We 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 can be a tag team sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah we get along. You know, fucking, I don't know what everyone else's fucking problems are. We don't need no counseling. No, no. Well, I'm done talking for the rest of the time. <laughs> fucking fact, man. Uh, a, I know AW. I know you obviously knew the one of us made it. You do have results and everything. Yep. I think I heard about some shit that did happen, so we at least talk a little bit about some of that stuff, but we'll run through it uh, as you run through the card. Yeah. Some packed, things happen. Yeah, packed house. I saw that uh, they really fucking uh, packed oh, yeah. it out. Yeah. Which, you know, good for them. Yeah. Usually they do well, and it seems like they get bigger and bigger every time. Yeah. I just unfortunately couldn't be there, you know, like stuff and things, you know. Yeah, I I was gonna go, but then I, I didn't want to. So, 
It happens. Yeah, it's fine. I woke up for some reason. I fucking went to bed at like six on Friday. I woke up at like midnight and I was up the entire time. I was like, ah, I'm not gonna drive all the way out there. I'm, I'm sorry, Mrs. Though I did hear a lot of cool shit that happened. Plus, you know, who wouldn't want to go see a workhorse appreciation night? Said nobody ever. Right. But a lot of cool things I heard did happen. I heard there was a return of somebody that we haven't seen in a minute either. I believe I read that right, but we'll we'll talk yeah. about it when uh when we run through this. Yeah. All right. Uh, shout out to BJ Porter for sending me these re- results. Got a little bit more information through the uh, ARW Pro Facebook page, but kudos to BJ. Way to be on the ball. Unlike hey, uh, my. Unlike the kayfabe um, baby mama who who faded me, so and and her child, so soon to make her do it, <laughs> neither one of them helped me out. God, yeah, we know we 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 know who the strong link is in this chain. Gremlins, man, <laughs> fucking gremlins. Oh, you talking about them? Yeah. Fucking, uh, it was a Chesapeake and her fucking mom. Yep. Yeah, okay. I asked them to do one thing for me. Fucker. Yeah. Well, they're probably too busy fucking wearing their Creed shoes and marking out to a fucking former champion. Hmm. True. Yeah. Now they gotta bring me cupcakes next time they see me. Uh, cupcakes sound good. But what happened at ARW, bro? Well, show started out with the workhorses and their appreciation night, whatever. I don't know. Don't know what happened. Don't want to care what they had to say. Apparently, they had fans. I don't know. I guess family. They they love them. It's the only kind of love they get is from their family. That's right. And sheep. Yeah, that too. Sheep and their cousins. That's right. That's right. Those fucking toothless fucks. Except for the one that listens to our show. I'm not. I'm okay with him. He's okay. Ish. He's, He's, He's still an ass. Yeah. Deep down, I think. They, I th- deep down, I think they all like me. But you know, it's, it's fine. He's still a mouth breathing fuck. But that's. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um. After that, the Mash Brothers came out and had their tag team title match against the Workhorses, but they, oh no, Mash Brothers won, but by disqualification. Well, that's not surprising. So the Workhorses keep their titles. But after that, I think this is what you were, you may had may mention, there was a return mm-hmm. as the family came out. Michael Morris, Jay City, and the returning Charlie Jr. Fuck yeah, that's exactly the uh, the return I was talking about. Yeah, because he's been gone for a few months. Yeah, I guess he had um, explosive diarrhea for three months, so he, he had to stay on the pot. True, that makes a lot of sense. At, at an advanced age, you do have uh, bowel discomforts and everything, so that makes a lot of sense. But I'm glad he's back. I mean... <clears throat> Obviously, with him being gone, look what happened to, uh, you know, Muggsy. So. Mm-hmm. 
But it's funny you mentioned Muggsy because they came out to make an announcement. On behalf of Muggsy James, they're collectively, I guess you can say, they're cashing in the golden ticket next month in a six-man tag against the workhorses for their titles, which includes the tag titles and the Indiana State title. I didn't think that was allowed, honestly. I didn't think that was allowed. I mean, if if, uh, if management's allowing it, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like a winner-take-all kind of thing. Pretty much. Well, that's going to show a lot of uh, how, how, how unified workers truly are because if you get a guy like, uh, you know, Mikey getting pinned and Evan loses his, you know, title or vice versa, Evan gets pinned and Mikey mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, the third one. You know, end up losing their titles and shit, then, you know, are they going to start blaming each other, or how does that work, you know? I, you would almost think so. Or no, or they might blame management or the referee. Yeah, they ain't going to blame me. Not me. Hey, for once, you can't be blamed. That's right. That's why I'm not part of that shit. No. Yeah. Fuck no. But no, it's cool. It's cool Charlie's back. I, I'm... How long are these guys really going to be prospects? Like, what else do they have to do to actually be full-blown fucking family members, you know? Maybe bring the gold. But I'm just surprised that Bugsy's not going to challenge Nick Diamond at this point. Yeah. That'd be a good match to see. That'd be incredible. I mean, the match that's booked for next month looks incredible, too, but... Muggsy Diamond, I think, would be an incredible match. Yeah. I mean, if that's what Muggsy wants to do, hey. But we haven't heard from Muggsy about it, though. Did they go... They're saying on behalf of Muggsy, but maybe they're going behind his back at the same time. Are they a collective unit, for sure? It's an interesting concept, because when it comes to gold, a lot of people are usually out for themselves in that shit. You know? Yep. No, I mean it's. And I don't want to take anything away from any other prospect from the family, but to me, Muggsy is the guy. Like he's going to be the top prospect. He's the guy. He's the one who's one step closer to that. Nothing against you know any of the other ones, but yeah. You know, and that's just my opinion. It's because I just I've seen Muggsy more than I've seen the other ones, and you know, I'm a huge fan of Muggsy James. Oh, definitely, I am too. Yeah. So, I mean, I would love to see him as a tag champion. I'd love to see him as a Indiana State champion, but I'd love it even better seeing him as the ARW heavyweight champion. And let him take away from Diamond. I like Diamond, too. I think he's entertaining in the ring. He's funny. I like the exclusive he got with them. You know, he's an entertaining guy. You know? So, but that'd be a solid match to put those two together. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, where are we at here? Oh, yeah. James Creed, or no, no, I'm skipping, let's not skip here. Judas Chavez, your buddy, defeated Brendan Balling. And then, let's see. That was a, that was a last book match, wasn't it? Cause I don't remember us going over that last week. Nah, it, it was definitely last minute. Yeah. I think. yeah then James Creed, uh, defeated Eric Schultz. 
Good job, Creed. If I was a betting man, I would have won that one. <laughs> uh, Dave Allen defeated Josh Moon, only to have uh, Judas Chavez come out to confront Josh Moon and ask him to join his group, the Cult Classic. And Josh Moon accepted. He is now part of Cold Classic. I want, I want to know what the initiation process is into that group, or if it's really just, hey, you want to be part of this? Let's go. I mean, does Chavez really look like somebody who can initiate initiation? Nah, he definitely has people doing it for him. And, yeah, I mean, I would just punch him in the face and be done. I mean, right. Look at yeah. him. It was it was funny because I was watching uh I was watching a clip from Celebrity Deathmatch uh about a couple weeks ago and shit. And I'm like, holy fuck, Chavez looks like a claymation. I never like, that's why I always thought that fucker looked weird. It's like he is built like a claymation figure. Interesting. Yeah. Then uh Wade Evans retained his Indiana State title. Oh, clearly, defeating. sure. Yeah. Well, the, well, it was a triple threat match, so anything goes. So everything is clean in a triple threat match. Uh-huh. And he defeated Jake O'Neill and Danger Mask. Which, if he did it without the help of the workhorses, found a way to do it on his own, solid fucking victory. But even if he did have help, the triple threat match, it's allowed. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I guess it's more from like his own wrestling integrity. Well, he has none. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, I would give him more respect if he did it on his own, in his own way, without the help of somebody coming out to help him. Right. Like, even if, even if he cheated his own way, even if he literally did it by himself, pick up the win, I'd have a little bit more respect for him than if he had the workhorses come out and interfere and shit. Because as far as I know, O'Neal and Danger Mask didn't, didn't have backup at ARW. Like, no. You know, like Evans did. So if he picked up the victory on his own without help, I'll give him a little bit more respect. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure there was some shady shit that happened that gave him, that got him an opportunity to retain that title. Well, if you really want to find out, their uh, videos are up on YouTube right now. Now, what would happen if you lost that title? What happens to that match next uh, next month where the winner takes off? That's a good question. Right? Now he has nothing to lose? Mm. Yeah. Now, does it leave Muggsy without a title in the end? Does he cancel the golden ticket for his buddies? Yeah, let's see. It seemed like they did jump the gun, even though it worked out. Yeah. I wonder if Muggs even knows that's happening. Like, that's I, what I, I'm saying. I mean, maybe he'll see it if he watches the YouTube videos and shit. But yeah, that's yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, could this be a Charlie Junior call? I see that shit. Charlie's not really a straight and narrow guy. No, and he's been gone a long time. He's probably worse. Hmm. Speaking of worse, Nick Diamond, the champion, took on JPH. Uh, JPH won the match, but by disqualification, so no title change. 
But Joey Boom Boom came out, owner of ARW, mm-hmm. told Nick Diamond that he will be defending his championship next month in a triple threat match against JPH and James Creed. That's gonna be that's gonna be a solid main event. It is. Will that be the main event? Yeah, probably. It, it, it would have to be, you know. I mean, granted, I get that there's a lot on the line with the six man tag and the title take all, but yeah, I mean, when you look at an ARW Heavyweight Championship match that includes Diamond, Creed, and JPH, you that's got to be a main event card. They're a main event. That's be the main event of the card. Um, let me show you. You can buy the ticket for that match alone, and it'll be fucking solid. Yeah. Um, but you know, it it also kind of depends on uh, you know as far as like who could even win that match because I know at least I saw from pictures Creed was wrestling with uh, it looks like his uh, shoulders all bandaged uh, bandaged up. Yep. So I mean, who knows what the who knows where he'll be in a month from now? But if that's not healed up, then he may not even be a factor in the match. True. And James Creed's got a big match coming up as it is. Yeah, but we will talk about that. Take yeah, a talk week. about that next week. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of main events, in the main event, Youth Gone Wild defeated the Freebirds in an I Quit Texas Tornado match. Dude, I saw the clip from this yesterday. Yeah, it was brutal, and you did notice BOW and Sinister Max were both involved. Yeah, that was yeah, that was brutal. And, and your boy Fly, uh, Rat J Flywheel was out there. Oh yeah, yeah, my my guy, my yeah, my uh, my merchandise guy, solid fucking dude, solid fucking dude. But yeah, it looked oh. like that that match was brutal. They took the pads off and everything. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, without looking the clip back up right now, I'm like I'm pretty sure fucking BOW hit him with a Death Valley driver onto the wood. He did, dude. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I, I understand why the dude called for I quit and everything, but the fact that they you know did the concerto even after winning the match and shit. It's, well, uh, it's, Tom, it's Tom Heisman. He he doesn't give a shit. He'll tell you. He don't give a shit. He'll hurt anybody. Betty yeah. Cena knows, right? Was that the uh, was that was that the guy from the uh, audience a few months back at Rocket Pro? No, or... no, at uh, at ARW. Wonder like a chair incident with a fan or something. Yeah, is that him? Okay. I'm trying to make sure I'm keeping everyone's names together and everything. But. It was it was actually Tristan Hayes that he hit. Um, there we go. Along with Quinn, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that part. Yeah, I just it that I'm excited to go watch the match in its entirety. But I mean, obviously, watching uh, what was posted and it was somebody's live, I think. But watching like just yeah. the last 45 seconds, or whatever, was just that was just fucking brutal. But and it picked up the victory. You know, good for them. I mean, the fact that Youth Gone Wild needed help, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is, but come on. Really? It just shows that they don't care. So. Yeah. It's interesting, though. I mean, like, who, 
because we know what's going on with Youth Gone Wild as far as wanting to get into Rocket Pro and putting that challenge out to the final level. Now, Scumbag Army could show up at Rocket Pro. But where does that leave Sinister? That's true. Yeah, is he with Flywheel and BLW or is he with the uh, ringleader and shit? Mm-hmm. And let's keep in mind, I know we'll talk about it eventually, but it was announced Sinister's teaming up with uh, Chris Logan at the Max Rocket Pro show. And I know the legions with Scumbag Army, you've gone wild and all. It's a fucking Where setup. It's what's a going fucking, on here? It's a, it's a setup. You want an honest guy, you go get fucking Max Holiday, not Max Sinister, that monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah Sinister, fuck, Sinister's not a former three-time SCW heavyweight champion. No, Max Holiday is the longest reigning SCW, my best friend. And me and Sinister don't really talk. Me and Max Holiday, though, we're BFFs. That's right. Fucking he'd uh he'd he'd uh he'd duet me on fucking uh TikTok. That's how close we are. Saw a fucking dude. Sinister, he just seems like an asshole. I don't so, think like, he knows what he, I don't think Sister knows how to do TikTok anyway. No, fuck no. No, the only TikTok he knows is the same one carrying cross knows, which is, you know, coming to the end of time or whatever. Um I don't know, dude, it's who who approved the Sinister uh Logan matchup? Or Shogun, I'm sorry. Yeah, Shogun, yeah, whatever. Was that you? Um, I cannot confirm nor deny these questions at this time. Gotcha. I don't know. I would, I would just keep, uh, I'll just keep it, keep an eye on that because that just seems sketchy. But hey, you know what? We could just, we could look at it as if, you know, if something is to happen, it's out of your control. Just like with the ringmaster and Steve. Just whatever happens, well, happens. Rocket Pro itself, the higher ups did that one. Mm-hmm. Went over my head, went over Saint's head. Saint wouldn't have yep. did anything about it anyway. He he's not cool enough. Now I support it. I'm a, and because I, I love the three rings. Yeah, why not? It's it's great content for the show, right? Yeah. It's just unfortunate when times come around where higher ups go above your head and dictate how the show happens without looking for your insight or approval on it. And unfortunately, you just have to sit there and accept whatever happens happens. I mean, I don't necessarily have to accept everything that happens. Like sure. I can step in on some stuff, but. Like I said, if Steve does something to mm-hmm. piss him off, I'm just gonna look the other way because you know how Steve is. Sometimes. True, true. No, I, I mean if it gets out of hand, I could do something. But if yeah, if yeah. he if Ringmaster punches him because Steve says something stupid, take the punch, buddy. It's all good. You'll yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're on the same page there. We totally get it. Yeah, we're so simpatico on it. Totally get it. ARW sounds great though. Sounds like their match, their match card from this past Saturday was fantastic. Obviously, the crowd showing up uh, proves that, and looks like next month is going to be no different. As far as I know, it's only those two matches, right? The six man tag and the triple threat have been announced. Yep. Done. Perfect. Yeah, man. Thirty five minutes, and we're three quarters of the way done. Fucking crushing yeah. it. 
God. So easy the shows are when fucking Pac-Man's not here talking about fucking LIM and his title and his match with fucking Damian Gray and his fucking uh, 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 fan wars with nobodies and uh, just fucking hey. hey. My dad loves me. If you have well, to did prove st- it, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he did call him. Yes, that's true. But you know, and and I will I will give him a little bit of credit. It is pretty cool that he had an opportunity to watch his match on a big screen. That is fantastic. It is. I just can't wait for the day we can just fucking move on from it. It's Please. never going to happen. No, because it, that's that's all he has. Poor guy. It's all, it really it's all he needs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it does bother it does bother Damian Gray a lot. Just yeah. like the time I, I took the belt from uh, Joey Roth. It bothers him. That's true. I still think it's funny that he thinks that I wouldn't give him a rematch. But you can't give someone a rematch at a company where the company doesn't have the title anymore. So, yeah. And he, and he quit. So. Yeah. Take that, Joey. You stupid head. <laughs> uh, CSW looks like a big show It is It is a stacked card so far and Oh shit you know, I forgot There's to mention. more coming yeah, I forgot to mention uh, So next month's Dreamwave is Anniversary 9 Yeah it's in April Okay April Sold out already Yeah I don't know if, you, I don't know if you, anyone saw the post on it or not Sold out within three and a half hours Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic! Congratulations, and I think they are doing another double shot, another women's show the night before, I believe. Um, or am I, I have, seeing it I'll, wrong? No, I'll have to, I'll have to double check my my the calendar and shit because I have. I believe I have most of our shows written down that we're booking, but that one might be. I think April's might be a double shot. But yeah, I mean, I the fact I saw that I was like, oh, you know, like. Let's see when the next one is. Let's see if I can make it to it. And it's sold out already. I was like, well, congrats to them. You have Um, to to get the tickets, like, right after the show, or at least during the show. I mean. Yeah. So uh, Friday, April 19th is Uprising 2, the women's show. And then April 20th will be Anniversary 9. So, yeah, they're going to be doing a double shot. So. I don't know if Uprising sold out, but I at least know that the uh, anniversary show is. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Good for them. Yeah, and, you know, I think that's pretty cool. The fact that, yeah, like I said, I mean, three and a half hours you saw an indie show, that's fucking AEWWE shit. Yeah, and that shit don't even happen anymore. No. Fuck no. But, uh, yeah, so CSW, I'm guessing that's why Hades is going to be on this week. Um, Pretty much. The show, but what's going on with CSW? You're still with CSW, right? They just haven't. I, I am still with CSW, just doing behind the scenes stuff and whatever else. Um, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but we'll see. Gotcha. Right now, I'm just taking my time with it. There's a. A full roster of guys and girls, and I'm not going to be that guy to just be like, oh, come on, get me on the show. I don't want to step on 
people's toes. Hey, I get on, I get on. Mm-hmm. You never know what may happen and when it happens. But, oh, so it's like Sting says, one thing's for sure is nothing's for sure. Yep. And I do say that a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a good, it's a good, uh, good phrase. I get it. Yep. Cause really, nothing's ever for sure. And I don't make promises I don't keep. Solid. Okay. So, CSW is this Friday, and I forgot to put the date, but I'm going to assume it's, uh, 17th. As I drop shit. Because that would happen. I think it's the 17th. I think it is. But it's the 16th. Oh, we're close enough. So I was right. There you were. Crushed it. Oh, it's Friday. I was looking at Saturday. I was thinking Saturday. Friday. So, CSW, Hearts on Fire, Friday, February the 16th, 9757 Pacific Avenue in Franklin Park, Illinois. General mission tickets are $25. Front row is sold out. Been sold out since probably the weekend of the last show. Uh, doors open at 6.30. Bell time is 7.30. All right. Into the matches. We got Warhorse taking on Axel Rico. Warhorse, um, you know, helped attack. Conan Lycan last month, um, officially now a member, a full-time member of CSW, and in his first official match as a full-time roster member, he takes on Axel Rico. And Axel Rico just came off of awesome win over Marche Rocket. Now, then we got Gringo Loco taking on Rafael Quintero. And Shane Hollister. That is going to be fire. Uh-huh. Then we got Steve Boz teaming up with the CSW champion Conan Lycan, taking on the hate keepers Marston and Boucher. Wonder if the Warhorse will get involved in this one. I have no doubt. Is he going by Warhorse still? He Warhorse, uh, Jake Parnell, Warhorse, uh, war something. Both names are being used at this point. I got no doubt he's probably going to be out there at ringside with them. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how the Warhorse is going to change them as competitors in the ring. Yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, it seems yeah. like, you know, when Conan Lycan won the belt, that I don't know it. I don't know if they had the upper hand or even had any kind of power. Mm-hmm. It may have seemed like it at first, but when Conan Lycan became the champion, he wanted to be a fighting champion, and I don't yeah. think the Haykeepers expected that. No. They were so worried about, you know, helping him out, but they forgot about themselves. I mean, Haykeepers lost their tag titles in the meantime. Yeah. Then for the women's title. We got Shelly Benson, the champion, taking on Myla Moore. That should be fun. My, have, we, have we ever talked about her? No. All right, so this, this is like a debut? Uh, yep. Do you know where she's from or not really? Not really. Okay. 
I didn't do my homework on her this time. What's uh, what's her name? Myla Moore. Myla Moore. I'm about to look into her. Then, in an interesting tag team match, we've got Mystic Eight and Maggie Lee taking on an an interesting tag team of Heather Reckless and Sky Blue. Ooh, Sky Blue is going to return to CSW. Yeah, and teaming with Heather Reckless. Have you asked her if she listened to JFW yet? No. <laughs> is it interesting because they wrestled each other last time Sky Blue was there? Um, they they had a war for a couple of years with each other. Gotcha. And not only that, it just so happens that Heather Reckless has joined TJ Steele's brass group. And Sky Blue and TJ have a history as well. They're like brother and sister, if you will. Hmm. Wasn't sure if they still were, you know, getting along, but would this mean that Sky Blue will be joining the brass as well? That would break Steve's heart. I know that. Poor Steve. Poor Steve. And speaking of the ask, I mean, brass, we got Eric Schultz teaming up with Team Sexay against Joey Mayberry, Moondog Murray, and Marche Rocket. A video was a video was just posted. Um, Eric Schultz kind of egging on Marche a little bit and kind of kind of backfired on him a little. I'm more I'm more worried about uh, Moondog's hand and where's that at going into this match. Yeah, I mean he has been wrestling with a brace. Since then, I mean, he seems to be doing okay, but when you're going up against the ones that broke your hand initially, uh-huh. anything can happen. But with Marche Rocket on your team, I think you're good. But how is he feeling right now after losing to Axel Rico? <sighs> you know, it, it's weird because, like, when Marche's, like, like on the highest of highs, he's good. But when he when he gets to a certain level, his fucking mind changes. That kind of reminds me a lot of the uh, <clears throat> the issues he had with uh, Grin at Rocket Pro. Yeah, and Chris Logan and the Cookies. Yeah, so it's. I know there's. I think there's a lot of weird emotions going into this tag match, and uh, I. Like I said, I mean, like, obviously, like, you know, Moondog did get his job back. He had sacrificed the use of his hand temporarily. Um, yeah. Uh, you got Axel Rico who probably wants to get his championship back, and I'm pretty sure that's probably going to be, like, a top focus for him. Uh, but then, yeah, again, you know, Marche's known for being the top guy, you know, and, you know, being at a certain level. And to, you know, even when you lose a match, even to a great athlete like Rico, shit like that will affect a guy like Marche. Oh, yeah. So it's... It's definitely going to be like, you know, who whose ego is going to, you know, overcome the, the benefit of the team in order to, you know, pick up a victory for the group. Yep. 
And that is the card as of right now. I'm sure more matches will pop up throughout the week on Facebook and Instagram and X, Twitter, thing, whatever the hell it is these days. Um, so CSW is this Friday, February the 16th, Hearts on Fire, 9757 Pacific Avenue in Franklin Park, Illinois. Front row tickets are sold out. General mission tickets only at $25. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. Bell time, 7.30 p.m. Well, we got through everything. We did. Um, well, do you, uh, you want to talk about some wrestling shit? Do you want to talk about life? Do you want to call it a, call it a show? What do you want to do here, Nubby? Uh, we could talk some wrestling shit. You got wrestling shit to talk about? I got nothing to talk about. You got some life shit you want to talk about that might be <laughs> wrestling related? <laughs> life shit. Uh, well, I guess one thing I can mention is if you guys haven't seen on uh, Facebook yet, um, they are doing that benefit show for Mr. Bill in March. Um, so... If you guys haven't looked for it, all you gotta do is just go to Southland Championship Wrestling Facebook page, just post it on there. A lot of the guys who work through Southland Championship Wrestling also shared it to their pages, but they're doing a benefit show, like a tribute show for Mr. Bill, uh, former Windy City guy, I guess. I don't know a lot about his uh, career, obviously, you know, since I accidentally called him Big Bill, thanks to Pac-Man last, uh, last show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, that's in March. Uh, I can't remember the, what was it, 28th or some shit? 23rd? Uh, 20, 23rd. It's the 23rd, yeah. Yeah, so March 23rd, uh, the Majestic and Ken Key, they're gonna be putting on a show with the Windy City alum. A lot of the guys from the day are gonna be, uh, at the show and gonna be part of it, part of it in one way or another. It, it's a cool concept, and it's a cool thing that they're doing. Uh, I sat down and talked with uh, SCW higher-ups. Uh, probably for the first time, I sat in, sat in a, a room with them without being chewed out or yelled at about something, so that's pretty cool. Um, talking about the plans and everything for the show. Um, so it, it's a cool, like I said, it's a cool concept. Um just make sure you guys keep your eyes open for that. It says March 23rd. Obviously, SCW does a show next Saturday. We got to get through as well. So I know that a lot of the guys, including myself, you know, we're going through a lot of ordeals on trying to put together the March show, but also making sure that we got February's. And I got high voltage uh, all booked up and everything. And uh, we'll go over that card next week. And I uh, got, your, got your opponent picked out. So you're welcome. Um, but, uh, I don't know, wrestling, personally wrestling, no, not really, you know, I, I watched the, um, uh, the press conference, I don't know if you had a chance to check that out. Yeah, I caught that. Yeah, I, I guess not, it's, I guess they called it a WrestleMania kickoff, I thought it was going to be like a sit-down press conference, but it wasn't, it was, I guess, more of a kickoff thing, and I'm wondering, I know my opinion, I want to hear your opinion, so you know what happened, you saw what happened between The Rock and Cody and all them. Do you believe that was the plan all along, or did they realize that nobody wants the Rock Roman match right now, so they changed it? So, 
It's funny because they wanted the Rock and Roman match before the Rumble. Yes. And all of a sudden, Cody wins the Rumble, and then they want Cody and Roman. Now, do I think it was the plan all along? It's hard to tell, considering CM Punk got injured. I think he was the main key to the whole thing. Uh, I think Roman and The Rock, I still believe they were planned for Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Considering where they were going to be at, I think what Australia. Yeah. yeah, I think that would have been cool. In Perth, yeah, fucking Perth. Yeah, it's it's one of those things for like I. Okay, so I guess let me ask you this: Do you believe that the that the plan following everything that happened at Royal Rumble, so after CM Punk got hurt, do you believe that what happened was the plan after that? Like, hey, we're going to promote it as this, but this is what's going to happen instead. Or was the plan following Royal Rumble saying, oh, shit, okay, we're going to do this instead? And then the backlash from everybody, they said, okay, well, we can't go with that. So I guess post-Royal Rumble, do you believe what they did at the kickoff show was the plan all along? Like, just to swerve the audience? Or were they going to go Rock Roman, Cody, Seth? But because of the backlash and uproar, they said, okay, never mind, let's revert back to where we're going. I honestly don't think that it was the plan, but I think the backlash kind of helped. I think it made it better, and that, yeah. and I think they just went with it. I mean, you saw the – I don't know if you saw the thing with The Rock when he was on McAfee's thing. Yeah, the, he the, the, the Cody Crybabies. Yeah, I think that said it right there mm-hmm. that, that it was not in the works, but it became a thing, but not – Negatively, I think the back backlash kind of just gave them the idea, and it worked out. Yeah. I thought the whole thing was awesome. I think I think it's a great. I think what they, I think the way they did, because so in my mind, I believe that they said, "Holy shit, CM Punk's hurt now, so now we can't do Punk and Rollins at WrestleMania. What can we do? Well, now we got the Rock here, and everyone's been wanting Rock versus Roman, so let's go ahead and do this. We'll put Rock and Roman. We'll do." Seth and Cody part four, and, you know, hope that shit gets over. And I think that, obviously, the backlash from all that occurred. They started reverting to The Rock and what they did to CM Punk in, what, 2014 or whatever. They started revisiting what Daniel Bryan went through in 20, what, 15 or whatever that was. Somewhere around there. But I think also what it was is all the shit that's been going on with Vince – and Brock and all this shit that's been coming out, they realized that to anger the fan base that's still supporting them through this shit, it's probably not the smartest idea right now. So it's like, let's just give them what they want, and we'll just figure it out from there. I know a lot of people, I think I think it was Tommy who posted, no, who was it? Somebody. Somebody posted on Facebook. I know we're both, we both saw the post because I think we both commented on there or something. But I know somebody posted something like maybe they're gonna do like a Rock Roman versus Cody Seth tag team match at Elimination Chamber. The thing is though, I don't know when Seth is healthy from his knee injury. Right. I mean they're they're looking at him hoping like what well, they're saying, like he's gonna train and get healthy and have surgery and this, that, and the other thing to be ready by WrestleMania. Now you're talking about a pay per view that's three weeks from now. Mm-hmm. And I don't see, you know, 
unless the injury is a swerve just to make him seem powerful to fucking Matt step up. But I just don't see Seth teaming with Cody to go against Rock and Roman in Perth. Um, I know a lot of people, I don't know how many people do know this or anything. I, maybe you do. I don't know if we ever talked about it. But, like, a lot of people, like, always bitch and complain about why fucking Roman Reigns isn't on TV as much and why he isn't, you know, defending the title as much and this, that, and the other thing. And I read an article that talked about the whole reason that he's he 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 has the schedule he has is because he's still having complications from his leukemia illness. Yeah. And that he can't be... He can't be out for so long. He can't be away from home for so long. He can't be around, you know, people for so long, blah, 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 blah. So I don't know if him traveling to Perth is going to happen. Maybe, maybe private jet to Perth, that possibility. Having, like, a match in the beginning and then flying back home, possibly. It could be a possibility. But I don't think I don't think we see Roman wrestle until WrestleMania. Um, I can see the Rock versus Cody at, at Elimination Chamber, but if you do something like that, you need Cody to go over, mm-hmm. or else it's just gonna make him look weak going into uh, WrestleMania. And I think I think somebody posted also that they think that the Rock's gonna be the special guest referee and he's gonna help Cody. And I, I think it's that a cute idea. Yeah, I think it's a cute idea. But if you cost Roman his title reign by cheating. It's just going to ruin Cody's title reign. It's going to be it's, it's going to be tainted, and I don't think it's going to kick off a title reign. Um, but yeah, so if we got Cody versus Roman, who do we have face? Well, we're going to find out who Seth's going to face based on the elimination elimination chamber win. But does Rock now have a match, or is Rock out of it, or is it a triple threat at WrestleMania? I'm hoping it's not a triple threat. Same because I don't think it needs to be. What I think, now this is how I would do it, and I saw it on Facebook and I had to think about it for a minute. Let's do Rock and Roman against Cody and Seth night one. Have the winner of the Elimination Chamber match who faces Rollins. Mm -hmm. Have that match on night two, obviously. But have that person cost Cody and Seth the match. That way it gives Roman the upper hand going into night two against Cody. Now, granted, it you got Roman and Cody in two main event match. Well, no. Maybe they don't have to be the main event. Who? Roman and Cody oh, at WrestleMania? Not, on, on night two, the tag match that I'm talking. Maybe oh. that doesn't necessarily have to be the main event. They can have a women's match be night one of the main event. But... Either way, I think it because it'll be different than any other year that they've had two nights, have that be a main event for night one, the tag match, but have someone cheat, like the winner of the Elimination Chamber, cost Seth, you know, get the upper hand on Seth, and then gives Roman the upper hand on Cody for night two. Um, sorry, fucking work text. Um, I don't think you take away the main events from the Royal Rumble winners. No, my my guess is if if they if they honor what they said they're going to, 
Bailey and EO main event night one, Cody and Roman will main event night two. Um, Seth will probably have his championship match on night one though, because I don't think they'll put both championship matches on the same night. But I would love to see a tag team match happen at WrestleMania with them. I think that'd be really fucking cool. Unless they find a way, and I doubt that they'll do it, and they find a way to drag the storyline out until Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And then they put like Rock, Roman, uh, Jimmy, Solo, and I think there's a cousin who's a free agent from MLW or whatever who is Jacob Batu. Yeah, who there's rumors that he's going to be in that soon, and they did a five on five Survivor Series. Not a big fan of him? Nah, because of stuff that's happened outside of, you know, like behind the scenes shit <laughs> that I've heard, and it's he's done it multiple times. I mean, he was, when I met him, he was cool. He bought me a shot. I guess I'm grateful for that, but. What money was that? Where'd that money come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do going forward. I mean, I don't know fucking Raw started right now, so who knows what the hell's going on with that shit, but, uh, um, I know a lot of people thought, like, oh, Triple H and Rock and Triple H can't wrestle. No, um, people I, need to shut up. <laughs> yeah. He can't. And, he just, yeah, he he physically cannot wrestle. He's not, you know, he he could die. So, um, I know a lot of people speculated Stone Cold and The Rock, which makes no fucking sense. Um, even they both can go. Yeah, Austin did great against Kevin Owens. We know The Rock still, you know, he gets gets some shit done, but I don't think Rock and Austin in the ring is going to bring back what we saw like WrestleMania 17 or any other fucking pay-per-view that they wrestled in. It's just, it won't be the same. You know, you're not going to get, you know, 2001 Stone Cold Rock WrestleMania and shit. You're not going to, it's just not going to happen. Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing Rock in a match. I, I, I could probably see the Rock Cody Elimination Chamber. Um, it just sucks that, yeah, I mean, a, uh, you know, the, that injury from CM Punk kind of threw everything off, and it's all your fault. All your fault, Bill. Good job. Yeah, thanks a lot, Bill. Fucking thanks shit. for getting hurt, you asshole. Asshole, you piece of shit. Um, <clears throat> did you watch Super Bowl? You want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah, I watched it. I posted on uh, I posted a, a comment on Facebook, and I believe it, and I'll continue to believe it till the day I die. Is Patrick Mahomes? literally tried to give Kelsey the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl to impress his fucking girlfriend like a high school fucking child. Because you could see that somebody was wide open in the middle of the field right there, and instead of passing it to him, he passed it to Kelsey, who I believe was being blocked by two fucking people. Also, they gave that magic fucking moment for Taylor Swift and Kelsey on the fucking field. I did watch I did watch the game until the ending, um, but I did not see any of the post show stuff, so I don't know if they did any Kelsey Taylor Swift stuff afterwards. I'm assuming they did because they kept panning to her like she was the most important fucking thing in that game. But so after they did their speeches with the trophy, Kelsey walked away and met up with her and 
camera stayed on them kissing for a little while. Mm-hmm. And Betty Cena over here kept saying, oh, don't propose, propose, propose. I'm like, no, no, ain't happening. Don't do that. Please don't. We don't want to see that shit. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. Fucking, it, 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 I, I like that. I like that pop culture gets involved in sports. I really do. Um, it's just when you start taking away the sports aspect of it and focusing more on pop culture stuff, that's where it's just, I'm starting to fucking, I, I lose interest. Like, the Super Bowl shouldn't be based on the fact that is Taylor Swift going to make it from her concert across the country to the fucking Super Bowl? Yeah, I, right. I don't fucking get that. And besides, if she was there, why not fucking let her do the national anthem? Or fucking be part of the halftime show? Why the fuck not? Halftime show was solid, though. Real fucking, a lot of nostalgia there. I think I couldn't really hear it because I was bowling while that was going on, but it was fun to watch. It was ludicrous, man. Come on, it was solid. No man, it, was, it, was, it was literally ludicrous. You, if we can't get Metallica any of these Super Bowls, you can give me ludicrous every Super Bowl. I'll take that. Come down, Tom. God. Oh. <laughs> God. Dude, the fucking 49ers came out to Metallica. They're my pick to win. Calm the fuck down. I'll, I'll just say this. In six years, six starts, Mahomes has been to the Super Bowl four times, uh-huh. and he's got he's won three. Yeah. You motherfuckers can hate on him all you want, but he is the next GOAT. Go fuck there, yourselves if you think not. There is a possibility that the Chiefs can three-peat. It's never been done before. And I know, like, the the brief interview I did catch uh, that Mahomes had after they won, immediately after they won, uh, I think the I think the uh, interviewer or reporter asked them if, like, if they could officially call themselves a dynasty. And Mahomes didn't agree with it. He didn't disagree with it, but he didn't agree with it. He just says that they still got work to do to work on that third, you know, which, if you look at all of, if you look at all sports, as far as I know, I believe the Yankees are the only team in all sports that went back to back to back in championships. I don't know a lot about basketball, and I don't know a lot about hockey. I know it hasn't been done in football, and I believe the Yankees did do it uh, in baseball. I don't know if it's it, it, it could have happened in hockey with uh, the Maple Leafs, maybe. Um, but to go back to back to back is a rare feat. So if they do end up making that happen, then yeah, you call themselves a dynasty. But is it a dynasty that can match up to like that Patriots era with Tom Brady? There's a lot of work to do when it comes right. Because I mean, the 49ers held their own. Like they 100% held their own. Mm-hmm. You know and. But uh I mean they yeah they fucking did it. It was a it was a great it was a great game. I kind of wish which it didn't really matter I guess too much because of the time clock and everything anyways. But I don't like the whole like sudden death like game like you get you get one like the overtime. It's not the overtime thing. You have one possession, you have one possession. You know whatever happens happens. I'd rather be timed out, but I honestly believe there was only like 3 seconds on the clock when they won in overtime. It's like 3 or 5 seconds. It was a single digit second that they had left uh, in overtime. Yeah, it, it's a weird concept. 
Yeah. I don't really like it. I think they should just play until the overtime is over. I know back in the day it was the first one to score, we're done, whatever. And then they added this whole thing. If they score a field goal, then the other team has a chance. I just rather them just go throughout throughout the whole quarter. Uh-huh. And if it's not tied, then if someone's winning, they win. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Well, and that's what the referee said too. Is like he's like he's like we're starting the game all over again. It's like what the fuck does that even mean? It's like technically you, I guess you could look at it as like yeah, you get your timeouts back and this and the other thing. But the thing is, you're not starting the game all over. It's like you have sudden death. You have 15 minutes or 12. Is it just 15? Right? Yeah. 15? Is it 15 minutes? I don't remember. It's 12 or 15. I can't fucking remember what it is. But um. It's like you're saying, it's like, it's like you have first possession. If you don't score or you do score, the other team has an opportunity to, you know, to uh, to uh, to come back and, you know, do whatever. Or something. But then if they win or if they score a touchdown, then that's fucking it. And it's like, no, if you have 12, 15 minutes, play mm-hmm. the 12, 15 fucking minutes. Like, run it until because you've seen, you've seen in football games where, you know, somebody can score – you know, a team has scored twenty something runs in a single quarter itself. It's like give those people the opportunity to do that in the overtime. I don't. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it was quick though. It was a quick game. Like I was watching, I was like, "How the hell are we at the? How are we already to halftime right now?" They did nobody scored. It was a defensive game throughout the whole quarter or for a whole half. Yeah, and I, now, and I said it. I said it. The second half is going to be where they score. Yeah, not a lot of uh, calls either, like, in the beginning. Like, they started to more and more. But, like, in the first quarter, I think there was, like, maybe one offsides, if that. But it was a solid game. I enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. What about you, Nelly? I was happy. I was anything, happy anything, anything you want to talk about? Well, I'll just say this. I guess I can put this motherfucker on blast. Uh, Damien Saint. All last week did not pick up my calls. I've been well, trying to get a hold of. Was on vacation though, man. Well, I had business to discuss with him. I wanted answers on why he did what he did by locking me in my office during a certain matchup, and he would not answer his phone. I know he doesn't listen to this show, so he can go fuck himself, but I want to know. What made him think it was right to have me locked in my office during a certain match? You know, we should have, we, we could have invited him on the show tonight. Maybe we got that answer for you. I doubt it. He'll probably dance around as usual. Yeah, I don't think that's right, man. I think I think I, there's definitely some sketchy shit that needs to be figured out with that. I mean, granted, I like I don't think I could have done any being able to do do anything because it was an I quit part of the match. But I think I could have been out there at least to stop Kevin August from leg dropping Kalise. How many times he did it? Ooh, there you go. Let's uh let's let's do that real quick. Which uh which I quit finish was more aggressive? What happened to Khalees or what happened at ARW? If we're gonna be honest, what happened at ARW was yeah. definitely brutal. 
I agree. I said ARW was far worse. I mean, I feel bad what happened to Khalees. I haven't seen the footage of what happened to her yet. I don't, Rocket Pro's not up on YouTube yet, right? It's, it's, it was up on Friday. Oh, it was up? Okay. I'll just go check it out, but... I mean, I'm sorry, but once you see some guy take a fucking uh, DVD to the <laughs> to the fucking hard uh, hard wood of that ring, that moment alone is like you could leg drop that fucking girl as many times as you fucking want. It does not compare to that or the concerto he took afterwards. Um, ah, uh, fucking name. But dude, I, you know what? It's uh, Rocket Pro is gonna be an interesting show coming up because I. Knowing Koa, he's more about, you know, going out there and making an impact for, you know, himself. Decent guy, selfish guy he is, you know, whatever. But um fucking the undeniable made that shit personal this time. They are make they've made everything personal yeah. from day one, honestly, but they're getting out brutal and I'm thinking maybe they're desperate. And I'm not going to say it's because of me. Maybe I'm putting pressure on them. I'm not sure it's all me, but they are starting to get really, you know, exactly. The one, the, the one thing I can see it from is obviously, obviously Damian Saint had a plan, and none he of did. it worked out. They didn't get, they didn't get the briefcase. They didn't get the championship. Every time they go into something, it just doesn't work out. So desperation is something that, you know, it's like, okay, how do we get Koa to fucking quit? Okay, well, let's attack his girlfriend. You know, and to the point where he either, he either just accept the fact that she's going to keep getting beaten until he says something, or he just says something and cuts it off. That's a, that's a little bit of a, <clears throat> that's gone too far. That's a, I, you know, I got all this. I got, I got respect for what Damian Saint has done for Rocket Pro as far as getting people into the ring. They're getting people into the into the, into the uh, the building and putting like cards together that people want to come and see. But doing stuff like that is like a little bit going is going way too fucking far. And uh, I get that. Uh, you know, I don't know if his contract has been adjusted since the last time we heard about it, but. As far as I know, his contract is up in May. And doing shit like that doesn't really say, hey, sign me back up, coach. Right. I don't know. If, is it this May or next May? I thought he said two years, but I don't know when he said that. So maybe it is this year. But if his contract is up, that will leave, I think that leaves me sole GM because... He, well, let's just say I know something that he doesn't know. Oh, yeah, you got to keep shit surprises. Oh, yeah. Oh, Speaking yeah. of surprises, I might, this Saturday, have a match announcement for Shamrock Shoulder. Fuck, yeah. I might. When Shamrock Showdown again? March 2nd. March 2nd. The first Saturday of the month. Excellent. What else is going on? Anything else, Nubby? Eh, I got nothing else, really. Yeah, right. It's it's a very low-key show. You know what? I'm okay with having shows like this from time to time. It's fine. Um... 
Guys, make sure you follow us on Facebook. Uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just by searching Just Freak Wrestling at JFW Kyle Podcast. Follow us on YouTube at JFW Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and the notification bell. Our video podcasts do go out. Uh, I think I think I'm up to date on those. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're all out. I'll double check. I got I got like four videos I had to do last week, so it's it's been a headache, but it's it's getting done. It's just getting done. Uh, but if you only want to listen to the audio, make sure you continue to listen on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, just by searching JFW Podcast. <sighs> Nobody, that's all I got. I believe we can. Ring the bell on this episode. God damn it. What the fuck? Did you say? Perfect. As always, I am Travis Speak. And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle Kalabunga. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. <laughs>